Hello, everyone. Welcome to Indie's Augmented Reality Podcast. In today's episode, Adam Tokach and Stephen Masha from our business development team talk about the main challenges of shopping malls, the objectives behind AR projects commissioned by malls and brands, and some of Indie's latest AR solutions for shopping centers. Let's get started. What do you guys see as the main challenges of shopping malls? It's tricky, really, because that's true that online is, is getting more and more popular. And and in many cases, shopping online is just much easier. It's just a much, much more pleasant experience. Although, you know, in, in other cases, when you really need to try let's say a certain type of shoe or you really want to touch and feel something you still go to a shopping mall so so really shopping malls if are managed right and and if if they have the proper vision then then they are they're transforming themselves into into space of social gathering where you just really like to go besides you know just doing your regular shopping so shopping malls right now are, are just transforming into space where you go even if you don't absolutely have to. And, and you know, from our experience, those are the malls that are thriving. Those are the malls that are actually looking for new innovative solutions to, to drive traffic and, and basically to, to help their tenants to drive more revenue. Um, so um, in order to do that, they really need practical, engaging and exciting services. And, and, they, and, and they need that and their tenants need that to bring people first on property and then secondly to drive the traffic into the stores because that's that's the usual customer flow in a mall yeah that's that's exactly my experience uh, as I'm, I'm i'm 40 plus okay and uh, we we can't say that uh, i'm a millennial generation but however i'm i'm very much of an online person and i do my spendings 40 50 percent of those online uh, since i'm uh, by the way since i'm with indy I'm so much an online person that uh, I haven't printed a page since I'm with the company, which means, yeah, we save trees and the environment. But wanted to say with this that uh, people are more and more becoming uh, cloud-based, online-based. So uh, I do like going to malls with my girls for certain excitement and experience, not only for shopping. Yeah, and 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 you see, I think that's that's really key because you just mentioned that you are not only going there to to shop, but to to have something new, to experience something new, um, to take part in an experience that's that's new, you know, for your family and for you as well. And uh, I think that's that's kind of one of the value propositions of shopping malls nowadays that they are actually, you know, they're providing opportunity for people to spend money but also they they also need to provide more and more value on site and and that's why the, the typical customer flow looks like in a way that that basically first they drive traffic on property with new promotions with new exciting experiences or or with learning experiences because you know in many cases just to talk a bit about you know what we do with malls um, we, we provide experiences where people can actually learn so it's not not only about entertainment we are always providing opportunities to to meet with certain characters, certain special animals, um, whom you can take a picture with and see yourself on screen. So that's you know that's really the magic. So that's that's where we usually start. That's the first part, and then the second one is that that malls are are aiming to drive traffic into the stores, and and you know AR provides solutions for that as well because we we can install um, interactive experiences not only in large common areas of malls but also into shopfronts and into actual stores. 
stores. Uh, <clears throat> so really the key points are to generate attention and engagement and then thinking about how to monetize that engagement and how to use that engagement to increase marketing reach or, or build a certain brand equity. What are the most common questions you get when discussing uh, potential air projects for malls? Well, sometimes uh, when a mall operator or, or manager approaches us and when they finally decide to, to go into AR direction, uh, we get this very, very cute question. Have someone else done this before in our city? Because we really want something new. So I think AR is, is extremely new and people want to see something engaging and something very, very fresh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point because either the question is, have someone done this before because I want to be the first one who did it or have someone did it before because I want to make sure that it works. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, so those are usually the two, two parts of the question. And, and usually, you know, uh, when it comes to major cities, major countries, most probably we've already done something in, in at least one major city in the country because, you know, we had more than 200 projects worldwide. Although um, in, in when it comes to the experience itself, we can always create something new. So we do have experiences which are already made, but you know, if, if a partner or a client of us just looks for something completely new, then we can just build it from scratch. And you know, it's it's also important to um, to kind of separate who asks the question, who asks the question. Is it um, is it the the shopping mall or the operator of the shopping center, or is it a brand who's trying to bring something new um, into the mall? And then you know, th then the questions can be different because if if brands uh, are the ones with whom we are working with and the mall is basically just providing a venue, then the most common questions are, can we run multiple locations at the same time? Or can we, let's say, do a roadshow setup when we are changing location every week or month or so? Um, and you know, the answer for, for both questions is yes. So we do have remote access to all of our systems um, and, and we can basically, you know, provide new content every other week or every other month if, if, if that's the objective of the brand. So, you know, the questions can be a bit different or a lot different when, when we are talking with, with the mall operator or when the project is, is actually managed by a brand. Yeah, sorry. A lot of times these brands, when, when they're building something up, building their brand or, or marketing activity, they would, they would really want to have something attached to AR. So since we are providing these contents, in between those contents, they can have their own advertisement on large screen or, or a smaller screen as well. So this gives some kind of a attachment, sometimes some kind of an emotional connection between the AR and their brand. So if they really want to look uh, innovative, this is one way to do it with their with their logo on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, that's that that's that's a really interesting point, because um, 
in some cases we put it in a way that AR really bridges the gap between the physical and the digital and that's a good example of that so so you know this really brings us back to the point of first we need to generate attention and and engagement so we we cannot skip that part that's why AR experiences have to be very high quality and very engaging because first you need to provide value to the customer to the end user so to speak and then you can deliver your message so that's and th- this this is usually what we are working on with brands <clears throat> when it comes to specific product launches for example because you know th- as i see the, the you know when it comes to that attachment that you are mentioning um the 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 most direct connection between a brand or a product and the customer is when you actually include a product into the, into an AR experience. So that mm, you know, just uh, this summer we launched an experience with with Adidas, uh, and they were they were launching their new boots for for the summer and and the fall season. So we created an experience with Marcelo from Real Madrid. He's he's a famous Brazilian football player, and uh, <clears throat> he was wearing the new new boots of Adidas. So. But the whole experience flow went in a way that you could see yourself on screen with Marcelo, you could do your tricks, and then Marcelo was giving you feedback real time. But he, he had the boots on. So you know, that's, that's a good example of a fully integrated experience when you provide you know, something very special to the, to the, to the customer um, or, or to the fans. Um, and then on, on the other side, you also deliver your message in a very, very powerful way. What are the usual objectives behind AR projects commissioned by malls? Well, I would say there are a number of, but first, what I would what I would mention is uh, increasing engagement of people uh, within. Well, for example, uh, my thoughts that in addition to bringing a fresh new medium to attract, entertain, or or educate, it's I think become clear that executive teams globally are now kind of understanding that. AR isn't just, I would say, cool. It also increases uh, engagement by providing customers with, with with experience that leave them wanting more. So, generating this type of experience really attracts people, like as mentioned, wanting them more. Yeah. So, so the question was basically, if if the project is commissioned by the mall operator, or what is the main objective, right? So, in that case, really generating, you know, just larger visitor numbers on property and the engagement among those visitors, and then potentially driving those visitors into into the stores. That's that's kind of the jackpot. So that's that's the main objective. Although, <clears throat> in many cases, the mall wants something different. Maybe they would like to showcase that they are an innovative place. They are they are really a place which which not only provides you know as we we talked about an opportunity to shop, but something more. And then <clears throat> you know bringing new technologies. Is, is a very good way of doing that. So in, in many cases, we, we bring AR to malls after they've showcased, let's say, robots or um, or VR experiences uh, or, you know, any, any of the technologies that you can <clears throat> hear and read about nowadays. Um, so that's 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 really, you know, powerful from the marketing standpoint for, for the mall operators and, and the centers. What are the objectives uh, when it comes to brands? Uh, using the shopping mall as a venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so when when brands bring bring the experience into the shopping mall, uh, into a, a shopping mall or a, or a shopping center, then what they're usually looking for is is um, is a prime location 
where where they can showcase you know something new, where they can connect with their visitors. And then the second point is they need a prime location and they need customers there. And from that standpoint, you know, mall is is a very good place to start. So then again, you know, what what you just need to do as a brand is is to create engagement so people actually look at the stuff that you are showing and then secondly you deliver a message that <clears throat> that 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 is that is um, to be remembered by by our customers so that's that's usually if we want to you know just make it very simple that's usually the the case <laughs> Um, okay, so I've, as we've been discussing, shopping centers are often not the client, um, but serve as the venue of an AR project. Why is this setup so popular? So that's a great question. And, and again, you know, the, the key points here is that the brands are, uh, or, or, you know, any partner whom we are working with who's, who's looking to bring an AR experience into the mall is first, you know, looking for a prime location, usually um, within a larger city. And and the constant flow of customers and visitors, um, so so that's that's usually the starting part. And then the second one is that you know we really need to ask the question: What is the objective of the brand or 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 the partner organization with whom we are working with? So, um, are they looking to launch a new product, or are they just running a new advertising campaign? Mm, is it is it that you know they they are trying to increase sales through delivering a certain message to customers, or you know if if you're not talking about the brand per se, but let's say mm, about an organization, let's let's say like the WWF or or National Geographic or or BBC, who are in many cases they are trying to raise awareness of certain causes like climate change, um, like you know how animals are treated around the world, and those are all you know very very powerful stories. So when you have a good story, and then you can deliver that story in a venue where you have a lot of visitors, a lot of you know potential ambassadors for that message, then you have you know something very very exciting going on. What AR solutions does Indie offer that are relevant to shopping centers? Well, you know that's a great question, and then probably it's 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 the easiest to start if we put some structure around the answer. So so we can sure. yeah <laughs> so so we can really talk about um, solutions which are created and designed to to generate and keep engagement of of the visitors or the customers within the shopping mall, and then uh, the second you know kind of solution type that we are providing is to increase sales for brands. Now, you know, in, in the first type, we do have screen-based setups, which can practically, you know, accommodate any any size of space. So we can uh, turn large areas within the malls into into areas where you know people are just really enjoying themselves, and then you know, seeing certain products on screen or or meeting with certain characters on screen, such as dinosaurs, astronauts, robots. So you know, we can really create magic with with any sort of character, um, and then we can really accommodate experiences for for smaller spaces. So we can install screens into shop fronts, or we do have kiosk-size solutions which can fit into a 10 by 10 feet area, which is you know three by three meters, um, and uh, and can function as an interactive kiosk as well. Now, <clears throat> you know the key here is really that that AR and and the app. AR platforms can be very, very flexible. So they can differ in terms of you know the space that 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 they are requiring. They can differ in terms of the content that that um, we make appear on screen. And then the third, probably the third important area is the level of 
interaction that we provide to the, to the visitors. So is it something that they only watch or they can actually be part of the experience through touching the screen or making certain gestures and then generating a reaction from the characters. So that's that's really, you know, about the, the entertainment side. So when it comes to generating sales, actual sales, through um, through augmented reality and through computer vision solutions, because you know these two technologies are are basically very very close to each other and are both needed um, for you know such experiences. We do have a product suit that's called View, and um, we also do have an episode on the podcast about that product suit. So if you are interested in you know learning more about ways to to increase sales and also to, to measure, you know, in-store dynamics when it comes to, you know, how the customers or visitors move in within the store, then, you know, that, that podcast episode is, is very, very useful. So getting back to your question, what is relevant to shopping centers? Uh, well, you can expect higher visitor numbers, which I, I think is extremely important for, for malls. And as a large part of your audience... Uh, I would say mostly families with with four to thirteen years old children, plus young adults will will come especially for for AR. So just imagine, there's me with my daughters. So there's all that's already two generations plus the young adults who are coming there. So you have basically covered something from four year to to fifty uh, by default. So just imagine uh, there are. There is a generation who wishes to spend. Those would be my daughters, and there's me who is paying for that. So actually, <laughs> <laughs> so you have me. Uh, if you have my attention, uh, I would probably come there, but only if I'm interested in that type of entertainment. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, I think I think that's a good point because. It's always a question from, you know, when when we are asked to come up with a creative concept or create a new experience, um, we are always thinking about who's the target group. And then, you know, you can create experiences when you are really engaging that, that four, from four to, let's say, 14-year-olds group. Um, and then when you are engaging the adults or, or the parents. Um, <clears throat> And what we found that if if you if you are building you know let's say photorealistic experiences or experiences with actual human characters, then then we can achieve those those objectives and cover both age groups. So that that also comes back to again to the content question. What are the most interesting past projects that Indy has done for shopping malls, and are there any interesting conversations going on right now? So when it comes to augmented reality, especially on a large scale in shopping malls, really started with, with a project for National Geographic, um, which was meant to, to promote National Geographic channel and, and also you know, the preservation and protection of, of nature. Um, so we created a large screen experience, which allowed you to basically stand in front of an LED screen, first see yourself on the screen, and then have characters appear around you. So, so it's it's an immersive experience. It's really just you know the definition of of our product, which we call Broadcast AR. It's one of our flagship setups, um, and and this was the very first project that we created for National Geographic. And then since then, 
We, deliver, we delivered close to 200 projects with, with this setup uh, across all five continents. And the projects and, and you know, the partners with whom we are working with is, is very, very diverse. So, so we worked with, let's say, Guinness World Records. We worked with Adidas. We worked with the BBC. Um, and, um, you know, the Guinness World Records is, is a, good ex- a good example because it's really about connecting, you know, as we spoke about, the digital and the physical through augmented reality because the experience included some of the records coming alive on screen. So you could meet with the tallest man on earth. You could meet um, with, with the lar- largest white shark. Um, and, and you could meet, you know, different characters from the actual Guinness World Records book. So, you know, that's that's something huge because you can you can read about it. You can, you can imagine it. You can tell stories about that to your kids. But when you can see yourself on screen with these characters, that's, you know, that's just the next level. What about future plans? Um, any ongoing conversations? Of course, the details that we can share. There's a lot. Probably it's, it's more interesting to talk a bit about the larger trends that we see. Um, so first of all, you know, when it comes to engagement, we see that augmented reality experience and especially the large screen ones um, are still very very popular and and interestingly enough you know we, we sometimes we tend to think that most of our our customers or uh, or the end users the visitors of the shopping mall have already taken part in an experience like that but but you know as we see that's that's really not the case so people really you know meet our characters as as they were new and um, they really treat the experience as something you know brand new for them um, so, so the engagement part keeps you know being very very popular, and and also you know us being very flexible in terms of creating content, um, I think helps on that end. Um, and you know when we are talking about kind of more strategic directions or or you know how we see businesses approaching and and the shopping malls or the brands approaching augmented reality as a technology, then what we see is that that. Um, they're thinking more about the tech as as not not you know um, an opportunity to advertise or to market certain products, but really something to build into their core business and into their core um, customer flow. So basically, we are talking about installing augmented reality screens into shop fronts. Um, we are talking about turning LED screens in shopping malls into next generation advertising spaces where you you know. In, in one second, you are displaying an augmented reality content. So, you know, as we discussed, you generate attention. And on the other second, you are, let's say, showing an advert loop or you are showing your logo or your product appears on screen. So this is, you know, what, what we see a transition and that's usually true with new technologies that first, you know, marketing and advertising is, is moving in and just taking advantage. And then once, you know, once that's done, once the reach is large enough, then the more strategic discussions are coming in to play and and this is where we are at at the moment thank you for listening if you'd like to know more about indie please visit us at www.industry.com 